What's up, lifers? It's Bricky and Sarge, and we are back for a special episode of Life Through Our Lens. We're hopping straight into Red Pill, Blue Pill, and this is actually going to be a two-parter. I'm going to tell you that right out of the jump. So give me a second to explain here. We're doing decades. So we got the even decades and the odd decades. So we're going with the 60s, the 80s, and the 2000s versus the 70s, the 90s, and the 2010s. And since there is just so much to cover here, first one we're going over is music. And Sarge has been just chomping at the bit. He's a music freak, loves everything, so I know he's amped for this one. I am definitely amped for this one. And uh, lifers, you're going to want to grab, you're going to need to grab a notebook and a writing utensil because you're going to want to write some stuff down. I'm going to open you up to some music that you've probably heard or it's going to be, especially with Brickner, I feel like you, Bricky, you're going to relate to a lot of the lifers. You're going to be like, oh yeah, I know that song, but like you don't know the name. I'm the guy that will like know the name and know the artist of said song. And we're going to go into, like they said, the sixties, which is a kind of the turning point of all music, right? Right. And so before you get into that, just want to reiterate the red pill is the 60s, the 80s, and the 2000s. And the blue pill will be the 70s, the 90s, and the 2010s. So I think we're going to go, let's go 60s, 80s, 2000s first, and then we'll go back. Is that is that good? Yeah, let's do, we can definitely do that. Um, or do we want to switch off? It, it really doesn't matter to me. Uh, there's a lot to unwrap regardless. So let's just, (laughs) let's just get right into it. All right. So one of the things that we did behind the scenes is we made some playlists for these decades. Sarge made some playlists. We're going to post them on our story on Instagram. You're going to definitely want to follow that. Follow your boy. I I have a special talent, but anyways, the sixties guys, crazy good time for music. There's probably not a lot of you that maybe tend to listen to 60s music but a lot of great stuff coming from the 60s the year of rock and roll we'll say instead of going through like popular artists from that time we'll mention them but we're not gonna like uh go deep dive into stuff we're gonna go to stuff that i actually listen to and ricky actually listens to so we don't sound like morons talking about stuff we don't know right yeah that that's fine with me and i will say this is gonna be up sarge's alley more than mine like when he says country music, it just does nothing for him. That's kind of what the older music is for me. I'll be honest. I do like some yep. of it though, but Sarge is definitely going to be leading the charge here. So what do you got coach? For me, the sixties is about rock and roll. Like I mentioned, and two bands come to mind. One is one of the greatest of all time and it's Led Zeppelin. So this is when they just started breaking the scene and my goodness do they have some great songs off their first album, which is self-titled Les or Les. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, that's a slur. Coach. Yep. Uh, Led Zeppelin. Um, so this is like good times, bad times. Please tell me you, does that ring a bell? Yes. I mean, I, if you played me a song, I would hundred percent would know it. Right. So this was just, God, dazed and confused on this communication breakdown. And then their next album, Led Zeppelin two. That's a whole lot of love. <laughs> And Heartbreaker, both of those songs, you might like catch on right now, but if you go listen to them, you'll know exactly what they are. Great freaking songs. And this is also when The Doors, one of my personal favorites. I was going to try and guess your second one, and I was going to say The Doors. Yeah, so I 
so I didn't really grow up listening to the doors that often until recently after I one watched the Val Kilmer movie called the doors and then uh, a documentary on Amazon prime about them too. And it was just Jim Morrison was awesome. But I mentioned this in, in a kick of the week episode that the first song the doors ever wrote light my fire. Number one song, first song they wrote fucking number one. So sick. Easy. Yeah. And, and those, so those are probably the two biggest ones, but Elvis is in the sixties, right? Absolutely. And I am not an Elvis guy whatsoever. So I'm not really either. It's just his songs sound old, right? But I can see how at the time, how big they were. Mm-hmm. And I'm actually really curious to see that Elvis movie that's coming out. I'll I'm definitely going to. Yeah, that looks good too. And but then that's also Ricky on that. Johnny Cash too. Big Johnny Cash. Yep. Huge. And you like Johnny Cash? Um, I, I like a boy named Sue and Folsom Prison Blues. Okay. Because I was like, that's country for sure, man. Yeah, those those are ring of fire, ring of fire. Yeah, of course. Definitely banger. Absolute banger. And he actually does a cover of I think it's nine inch nails. Hurt. Yep. Hurt. Oh, boy. that's later on. Let's not get in there. Yeah, I know. I know. Okay, that's fair. But I got to say my number one favorite song of the 60s just for pure it basically just resonates with every Minnesota sports fan. It's just Simon and Garfunkel sound of silence. Yeah, just an all time yep. classic, man. Every time you're feeling down, every time the wild get eliminated from the playoffs, every time Blair Wall shanks one off the upright, yep. it's just hello, darkness, my old friend. They were massive, massive back in the 60s. Uh, huge. I, I can't say I listened to a whole lot of Simon and Garfunkel. One hilarious oh, that's, name. That's, yeah, I know. Great name, but that's like the one I had that circled on mine to make sure that I brought it up. So, uh, uh, Ricky, before we get even more deep into this, I, I, we forgot to mention, like, so when we're picking red pill or blue pill, you have to also consider live performances. Okay. So think of that before you you make your decision lifers, you have to consider the live performances. Let's go into some more artists from the 60s. So Van Morrison, people love Van Morrison. I'm not a huge fan personally, but you know, Moon Dance, unbelievable song. Great yep. bass line, too, by the way. I have Aretha Franklin written down. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Yep. So she has two other, or uh, she has a lot of bangers, honestly. But the ones that you should check out are Think, I Say a Little Prayer, and then my personal favorite, Chain of Fools. Great tune. Great tune. And she could fucking belt it, man. Oh, yeah. Is, it, is that song a little funky? Because you like the funk. Dude, it's just soul at its finest. She, wow, she was incredible. I'll tell you what, my goodness. I wanted to also kind of mention maybe some like one hit wonders. I could be wrong about this person being a one hit wonder, but Stand By Me by Ben E. King. If you don't know that song, I, I yeah, you literally have never been outside or exposed <laughs> to any sort of media. But uh, another one I wanted to mention is it's called Green Onions by Booker T, not The Wrestler but Booker T and it's from Sandlot. It's the song from Sandlot. What was the first song you think of when you think of Sandlot? Uh, oh gosh. Um, can you give like, I know they do that. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's green. Oh, okay. So that's the one when the, is that one like the preppy baseball teams riding up and they're about to play ball like a girl. Yeah. 
Uh, All right. There's okay. a couple, sorry. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, before we move on, I was just going to say, I want to bring up the zombies yep. time of the season and I will have a tie to this later in the episode. I'm going to yes. do a little teaser, a little tease for you. Absolutely. Yep. I know exactly where you're going with that, man. There's just so much to break down. We can't, Oh my gosh. I can't believe we got to mention James Brown, the King of soul, the yep. King of pop, which we'll get to later, but the King of soul, James Brown guys. Yeah, and well, and we haven't even said the beach boys or the Beatles or nothing. We, no. we don't have to deep dive into those, but we should probably at least say, all right. So you brought up the Beatles. This is insane guys. So the 1960s was the year of the Beatles. So of the, Top 10 albums, selling albums of the year. They had the number one, the number three, the number four, the number six, the number seven, and the number 10 selling album of that decade. Back then, was album an entire album or was album a song? Entire album. So they had how many albums did they have out in the 60s? Yeah. Uh, give me one second here, because if if we were to spread it to the top 20, it's even more. In the 1960s, they had one, two, three, four, five, six. Oh, my goodness. Seven, eight. Oh, they had. OK, they had 10 albums in the 60s and all of them are on the top 100. Actually, they're all in the top 50 of selling albums that that is insane they had 1963 1963 1964 1965 1965 1966 1966 1966 break or anything you were in the lab at all freaking times making music and i couldn't imagine being under that much pressure and that's partially why they ended up breaking up they just it was just too much that but is incredible it that is, is incredible. truly incredible i never i'm not a beatles guy like no like either I, am i and and it's not even i just have never listened to them i probably should I'm, i probably will that'll yeah. be my thing I'll, I'll listen to some beatles i did not know that they just straight up are pumping out <laughs> two albums a year. That's impressive, man. It All is right. super impressive. Before we move on, I got to mention one last band. I, I would just need to murder myself if I didn't. Credence Clearwater Revival, a.k.a. CCR. Everyone has heard their songs. Just think of Remember the Titans. That is CCR. And they had Bad Moon Rising, Down on the Corner, Fortunate Son, uh, what my personal favorite, Susie Q. And then I put a spell on you, Proud Mary, Born in the Bayou. Gosh, all these songs are just incredible. If you haven't listened to them, I, I shame on you, honestly. This is going to probably be the dumbest question of the episode, but I have to ask it. Have we brought up Jimi Hendrix yet? We briefly did, but yeah, let's get into him too. God, this is okay. going all over the place. I love it. The reason I was thought that might be a dumb question, because I was like, is he the guitar player of Led Zeppelin? But he's not. No, that's Jimmy Page. Okay. At least they're similar names. So that's not that. Dumb. They got Jimmy's. But anyways, we should probably get on to the 70s here, huh? Yeah. But before, I, I needed to mention some songs you got to listen to. Okay. Um, get a listen to Hey Joe, The Wind Cries Mary, 
Manic Depression. You, you'll know the rest of his other songs like Purple Haze and Foxy Lady, but give those ones a rip. They're, we brushed over so much so fast, but <laughs> we, we barely got into the Who or the Rolling Stones, but uh, I'm personally more of a Stones fan in later decades. So, but we'll have that playlist up. Give it a shot. Don't think of, because it's old that it's not great music. It really is. And you'll be pleasantly surprised. I'm 100% certain of it. So what would you like to do? You want to go evens or you want to just keep go up the ladder? I kind of want, I kind of want to go right, left, right, left. Okay. Like you got to think, you got to kind of think more. Okay. Then let's just go right into the seventies. We were on the phone together earlier today and you had dropped the seventies might be the greatest musical decade of all time. Dude, so let's it, hear it. It honestly might be. So music, once again, music t- started really expanding from basically rock and soul. Right. So then you started getting to funk music, which I will hundred percent get into later. Oh, fucking a Bricky. We forgot to consider live performances in the sixties. We'll just sum it up by, we were both going to Woodstock 69, the fir- first ever Woodstock. Go look up who was fucking playing there. Incredible. But, right. uh, so back on track here. This is where we started even getting like synth stuff. But this is when the Stones started really hitting their stride. The Eagles, Elton John, One Hit Wonder Sensations, ABBA. Okay, we got we cannot just glad. Is it ABBA or ABBA? I don't know. They're sweet. Either one, but Dancing Queen, incredible dude. That's my father-in-law's like jam at weddings. Big six foot five son of a bee out there just cutting rugs. So I mm-hmm. had to bring that up. This is when like one hit wonders started coming around too. There's just so much to unpack here. This is when start Stevie Wonder was starting to go, and then Prince late 70s started going off. But this is more of a rock era for me. This is when like Kiss, the police, some some uh gosh, Eric Clapton Pink, was really going. Pink Floyd. Yep, Pink Floyd. So that's Pink Floyd had two of the top 10 top selling albums from that year. Understandably, they're incredible. Can I, I'm going to sprinkle in an artist here and I want to see if you can, I have a note written down in my notebook about how, what I think you'll say. Okay. Electric light orchestra. Unbelievable. They are so good guys. You need to check them out. You'll, you know, I guarantee you know three of their songs without knowing who they are. And you know the one that I know. Don't bring me down. And why do I know it? <laughs> I have no idea. NCAA football 2006, coach. Oh, my God. I completely forgot that was on there. <laughs> I was like, dude, I heard that today. And I was like, dude, that is NCAA when you're sitting in your dorm. I was like, sorry, that's what, what I game. had written down. Great I game. completely forgot that was exist that existed. But the man, there's a there's. So that album is one of their best. It's called Discovery. It's the late 70s, 79. There's a song called Last Train to London. Check that one out. That one is great. But their best song by far, if you've seen uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, Mr. Blue Sky. Just an absolute toe tapper. Go listen to that right now. If you're not familiar with that song, you will be. You'll know it right away. Yeah, Bricky. So who, who comes up in your mind in the 70s? The 70s for me, and I'm pretty sure I've even mentioned this before, but I'm a huge Jimmy Buffett guy. Huge Jimmy Buffett guy. I love it. And it's not even like I've just sat down and listened to all his albums, but like 
he's just got the beach vibe going. It's just the beach vibe. He, he's not a genre. It's just, he just is his own thing. He's got, why don't we get drunk and screw? It's <laughs> Wow. Horny. Yeah. Horny. <laughs> so horny. Dude, so speaking of the 70s being the best decade, in my opinion, one of the horniest decades. There's some horny songs in the 70s, man. I feel like every decade of music is horny, but back in the day, they kind of camouflaged it a little bit. Not with, funk music. Well, okay, that's fair. <laughs> I was getting into, and this is later, so I'll bring it up then. But yeah, there's some funny titles to songs. Pretty much, pretty much. So an underrated band I wanted to bring up, not underrated for like previous generations, but maybe for ours, is Steely Dan. You guys need to check out some Steely Dan guys. Uh, they were on, they had a, a couple songs in rock band. If you're a rock band person, which I hope you are great freaking games. Those were, but they have a couple songs then, but definitely go check Steely Dan out. You're going to be pleasantly surprised. Do we, do you have it? Well, first, before I say this, do you have anything else in the seventies? Yes. You got a ton. Yes. Okay. Well, I need, we need to bring up Michael Jackson. He hadn't quite, he wasn't Michael Jackson yet. No, not even close. But he was on the scene. He maybe had a couple bangers, but I mean, I'm not even going to say what's in the 80s because we're not there yet. But we need to bring him up at least. Mm -hmm. At least recognize he was there. Elton John. Super underrated. Go check him out. Good Lord, has he got some great songs. I will not be able to sleep tonight if I don't bring up my favorite album. This is my favorite album from the 70s. And it's Fleetwood Mac's album, Rumors. That's one of the best albums of all time. I don't give a shit what any list says. That is one of the best albums ever. So freaking good. So, what uh, is that the, the song with the dude with the cranberry juice skateboard? And is that on okay? There? So, that's Dreams, which currently on Spotify has 986 million listens. Yeah, they got a little buff there. Was that in the 70s though? Yep, so that's okay. 77. So this album was the third top-selling album of that decade. But this is, they had The Chain. They had Go Your Own Way, Don't Stop, Dreams Like We Already Mentioned. One of my personal favorites, it's uh, called Gold Dust Woman. That's a good one. Check that out. And then You Make Loving Fun. Basically the whole album. I basically <laughs> just listed the entire album. It's, it's a, 11 it's a songs. great album. And I remember the first time I ever listened to it it's in its entirety. I was on a plane going to Australia and it's a long flight and I just kind of got sick of watching movies and I threw this on and I was just like holy shit this is a good album so I I, I, I need to get into some funk music because it's something I listen to and it's kind of a niche genre but if you're kind of curious about it go listen to Parliament Funkadelic and Bootsy Collins okay so what you're going to find with some of these songs that you listen to is that they are in rap songs, which we'll get into later. But basically what we found out doing some research is there is no original music anymore. No. Yeah, we'll get into that in the later decades. But yes, creativity has no longer existed. Yeah. And we mentioned kind of the live performances. If I was going to see just one show from the 70s decade, I would go see a parliament funkadelic concert so they were actually the same band but a little bit different it was kind of i watched a cool documentary about it i'm not going to get into it but they were basically the same band 
but they came out with an album in the late seventies called uh, funky UFO. And on stage, they would have like a UFO come down and then all the band members would get off the UFO. That's pretty super cool. The pageantry was insane and they were just bringing the funk. Okay. So if I had to choose one artist to see live from the seventies, I'm Oh boy. It's tough, dude. I'm I ha, I'm down to th- three, and they are Billy Joel, mm-hmm. Holland Oates, and Earth, Wind, and Fire. You, um, you should definitely you should definitely delay Holland Oates until the that, 80s. see, and that's what I that's what I was kind of thinking. It's because like I'm not as well versed in the earlier music. I let's go Earth, Wind, and Fire. I bet they'd have a kick ass. Oh, they show. did. They did for sure. And the 70s. Lastly, before we move on to the 80s, uh, was kind of the start of heavy metal music, too. So Black Sabbath. Holy shit. So that's <laughs> Ozzy Osbourne. So War Pigs. So this was basically Vietnam. It was originally supposed to be called uh, like War Tyrant or something. But the U.S. president at the time, I think I don't think it was Nixon but it could have been was like, you cannot put this out. So they did war pigs slash loop squalls <laughs> instead. And that song gives me the chills every time. Just such a sick song. The drums in that. Oh my God. If I was a drum player, that's probably one of the first songs I'm learning is war pigs. And then iron man, dude, you cannot listen to that song. Not all the way up. That should, ah, that was like the first, like, uh, I'm not sure what like the, the voiceover thing, but like, I don't, I think that was like the first time it, it was, was like uh, it was auto tune before it was auto tune. Does that make sense? Yes, I am Iron yeah. Man. And just the, the the just the slow drum and then the when the guitar comes in, I'm telling you, my all my hair stands up, dude. It is like back when we played hockey. That is a great arena song. Absolutely a great arena song. My God, that that gets the people going. But this playlist might never end for me adding to it. But I, I got everything from Aerosmith to Little River Band, for God's sake. So there's there's a whole lot on there. There's some definitely some funk music, some like Black Betty, Ram Jam, their one hit wonder. What a great song. And then you'll get everything like uh, Brick House on there, too. And yeah, and if you haven't noticed yet, we don't have a music license, so we can't play any of these. Which sucks, dude. It freaking sucks, dude. I really because it would be so fun to play some of these songs. You, I'm telling you, you guys would be like, "Oh, I know this one. I know that one." And yeah, yeah. we'll we'll put the links to Sarge's playlist on our Instagram, and feel free to check them out. But should we should we head over to the '80s now? Let's do the '80s. All right, for the '80s. And I even mentioned it in the seventies, but we gotta we gotta start with Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson, MJ, King of Pop. I mean, the greatest. When I looked him up, I was like, man, I didn't know what he had earlier, but it's like, dude, he's all eighties. He had Thriller and Bad both come out in the eighties, just filled top to bottom with bangers. You want to know something crazy? Is Thriller is the number one sell- selling album. Of all time. Wow, really? Thriller. Yep. Okay, I did not know that. And you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and say for the 80s, I would have liked to go to Michael Jackson live show. Oh, see, 
that's tough for me. I'll, I'm going to answer later, but okay. Yeah. Yep. Mike, Michael Jackson, that thriller album, go listen to it. It's, it's inc- phenomenal. It's phenomenal. It's absolutely. Fun. I mean, it speaks for itself. Number one selling album of all time. How do you, how do you argue with it? Is if that's not a selling point, that's I don't incredible. Know what it is. I did not know that. Yep. The more, you know, this yeah. is an educational podcast. Should this one be filed under education? Right. And you know, what's funny is the second best album of all time was also in the eighties and it's back in black by ACDC. That's number two selling ever. Yep. What a great album it is. And I said they were super overrated and they're the, <laughs> Oh, that's right to you. Wow. Yeah. Not yeah. overrated. Apparently. Yeah. You're trash dude. ACDC kicks so much ass. I can't believe you don't like them for the I'm amount of music it. that you like, like <laughs> you're know. a, you are a broad stroke. Yes. When it comes to music, is it just too, is it because it was too mainstream for you? I don't know. Maybe. And I like to be different, but I don't know. I just, they're obviously not bad. They're great, but I just find myself skipping over their songs all the time. All right. Well, uh, so this is like starting to get into territory where I'm, I have more to contribute, but not fully there yet. What are you listening to in the eighties? So I'm listening to queen. I'm listening to Guns N' Roses. Okay. I'm listening to Tom Petty. I'm listening to Fleetwood Mac once again. I'm listening to Billy Joel. I'm listening to ZZ Top. I mean, Blondie, Def Leppard, Motley Crue. The list goes on. I could seriously, Prince, Prince in the 80s was that dude he was that dude he wasn't quite michael jackson but he was that dude his 1999 album amazing that's with uh the 1999 song pretty obvious but little red corvette delirious another great song and then there's uh, a song called lady cab driver super funky i know off off screen here we talked about um <laughs> talked about a song by prince do you know what? Remember what that song was called by chance? Was it, was it like "Jerk Me Off" or something? Uh, it's called "Jack You Off." <laughs> okay, so I we're we're gonna cut this, Ricky. But I'm gonna play you. You haven't listened to it, right? No, I haven't. Okay, perfect. This is from Prince's 1981 album "Controversy," which is another great album. I really like it. Um, check out Let's Work and Controversy as all the two songs. But here's Ricky's live reaction to Jack You Off. And I'm just going to say this right off the start. It goes exactly how you think it would. Jack you off. <laughs> Is he talking to another guy? <laughs> I'm not sure. But it literally goes exactly. Did that have a different meaning back in the day? <laughs> I don't think so. But. That's a that's a, just a great song, Jack You Off. <laughs> and like you said, and like I was trying to say, yeah, the earlier <laughs> years they kind of camouflaged it. No, nope, this is just horny. Yep, just straight horny. Another band I'm listening to, kind of the yacht rock genre, is Hall and Oates. Man, oh, like you yeah, mentioned, Hall and Oates in the '80s, just phenomenal. Maneater is one specifically that I have to mention. Just so god damn good and uh i think so this is kind of where rap starts to enter the picture mm-hmm. and i would be completely remiss if i did not bring up 
Express Yourself, the album by NWA. It was four tracks, but they came out with Straight Outta Compton right there and basically put rap on the scene. So Express Yourself is a song back in, made in the 60s. Yep. <laughs> of course it is. Why mm-hmm. wouldn't it be? It, it's insane how many, like, because they, they can chop it up and screw it up, you know, make it different tone, but it's the same thing, right? It's uh, it's crazy. But you, speaking of 80s rap, Run DMC, Ricky. Run DMC and Beastie Boys. Beastie Boys started, they're more of the 90s, which we'll get to. I love the Beastie Boys. But I, I we got to mention Madonna, dude. Pop was huge in the yep. 80s. Madonna rips, guys. Go listen to Madonna. Into the Groove is my personal favorite. Um, offered Celebration album, which is a great album. Check, check Madonna out. Unbelievable. But we got to get into some one-hit wonders. This is one of the best years for one-hit wonders. Fine Young Cannibals, She Drives Me Crazy. That's one that sticks out to me. No idea what that is. Yes, you do. I'll listen she to drives that. me crazy. Hoo, hoo. <laughs> Like no one has. No. I got nothing. That okay. doesn't sound familiar. Well, what about Danger Zone by Kenny Loggins? Does that ring a bell? Kenny Loggins is not a one-hit wonder. Two-hit wonder, sorry. Come on. Name is name three songs. I couldn't name you one song, but Kenny Loggins is a big name. He was for Top Gun. Another one, Tainted Love by Soft Cell. That's kind of where like synth came in. You know that one too, Ricky. Come on. I, I got I I don't. <laughs> what about what about pump up the jam? Okay, that I know. That's like that was in like Space Jam or something. Yep that that was an '89 song. Man, I can't believe you don't know that. That surprises me honestly. What about Jesse's Girl? Please tell me you know that. Yes, one. I I know that one. I'm surprised you haven't uh, mentioned you. You got what I need. When you say he's just a friend, little Biz Marquee coach, that's your guy. Yeah, that is one of my karaoke songs for sure. I honestly didn't know that was in the 80s. I was Come on. I was more looking at like, I don't know, another person you need to check out is Phil Collins slash Genesis. Dude, that guy yeah. had hits. I did not know that Phil Collins was Genesis's Genesis's Genesis I Genesis Genesis. Their singer. It's uh God, they got some just clippers. Genesis does. Yeah, they do. Uh, but Phil Collins solo is great too. Phil Tarzan. Sacito. Susudio. That's a good song by him. Um, that's all is probably one of my favorite. God, that song absolutely rips. And sneaky great breakup song. If you listen to the lyrics. Yeah, I mean, we're basically just naming artists at this point, but Bon Jovi. I fucking can't stand them. Of course. You're just a hipster when it Dude, comes to music. Bon Jovi is lame as hell. <laughs> Fuck Bon Jovi, dude. I'm I I could listen to zero other songs the rest of my life and I'd be totally okay with it. I'm I'd rather be uh listening to fucking Van Halen instead of Bon Jovi. Ugh. Is that a diss? I don't even know if that's a diss. No, it's not it? at all. I love Van Halen, but fuck. What about Big Daddy Kane? Who's the operator? I, I that does not you don't know who big daddy kane is dude that is your rap right there like that would that would hit you right between the eyes like slick rick dude big daddy kane spelt like patrick kane okay um tina turner too by the way was 
kicking ass. Same with Whitney fucking Houston. Whitney Houston was incredible in the 80s. She was pretty much the Michael Jackson of women. Another, well, they're not a one-hit wonder, but Toto, Toto, Africa. And when I was looking, or I was on Instagram, I found a couple of these accounts that were, they did like samples and all that. And this one had a fun fact about Toto and they hate the song Africa. Like they want it erased from time. Because I they don't blame them so much. I'm over it too. I rather listen to Rosanna by them, and that is a McGruber song. <laughs> yes, it's it on is. the playlist. Rosanna, yeah, but no, they it's like their biggest hit without, I mean, by a mile, and they hate it, which yeah. is unfortunate, but it is a banger. It would that would suck to have to play like your number one hit six bazillion freaking times. I wanted to quick mention some Queen songs that you should definitely check out, or one specifically. It's called Dragon Attack. It's on on their great song, but their their bangers are on the 80s playlist. And then also give Diana Ross some love, too. She's got some great freaking songs. I love Upside Down, just funky-ass shit. All right. Do you have anything else to add to the 80s, or should we go on to the 90s? Yeah, let's go on to the 90s. All right, sweet. So this actually starts to hit like when we were actually alive. <laughs> yep. And this is this is probably my second favorite decade of music. So I basically have mine split into rappers and then just everything else. <laughs> Stick around for part two next week where we go over the 90s, 2000s, and 2010s. And as Sarge said, go check them out.